0: Hi, I'm Addie, and welcome to the next episode of Over a Cup of Coffee with Jamie and Addie. We are excited for today's episode because you get to learn and hear a little bit about Jamie and I and some of the things that we've got going on.
1: Welcome back to Over a Cup of Coffee, the podcast where we talk about everything under the sun all over a cup of coffee. I'm Jamie. Hi, and I'm Addie. Welcome back. And this is a kind of a different episode because we are on episode five, Mm -hmm. and we've had a lot of guests, and today it's just me and? And
0: me. (laughs) Me (laughs) and and you. And you.
1: Me and you. Yeah. But we thought that because we've had a lot of guests and, and they've been and big great, guests. They've been, big guests, right? And we have actually have information some information and you know pretty amazing guests coming up. But mm-hmm. we also felt that as part of this, we wanted everybody who's listening to us on our podcast as well as who's looking and watching our Facebook page to kind of get to know you and I a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we recently, I guess, to remind our audience, mm-hmm. we live in Farmington, New Mexico, which is okay. in the Four Corners, mm-hmm. just about forty-five minutes from the uh, Colorado state line. Mm-hmm. And I am the CEO of the Farmington Chamber of Commerce, and you. Yep, and I'm the uh, director of sales for the (laughs) Home Two Suites (laughs) by Hilton. Yes, so you're in the yes, so you're in the relations and yes,
0: yes, hospitality. So you're in the hospitality industry, Mm -hmm. and so
1: (laughs) you, within the hotel and the hospitality industry, you're always you know, taking care of your guests and doing things for your staff and your guests. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And within the chamber, I'm always trying to uh, make sure that our chamber members are connecting with other chamber members, doing a Mm -hmm. lot of advocacy work for the small business community. Right. But we're both very involved in a lot of different things in the Farmington community. Right. So, yeah. And we, the chamber recently had an event Mm -hmm. which... In t- late 2019, I wouldn't have thought that was any big big deal to have an event. Right. You know, we yeah. did a lot of events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we all know what happened in 2020. Right. Everything shut down. We mm-hmm. had to cancel events and events
0: that we've been doing for a long time that mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to say we took for granted. But I think we learned a lot out of 2020 in in taking things not for granted.
1: Right, right. Lack of a better word. And so we just recently did our first event, and again, we're in New Mexico, so mm-hmm. our state has just has just started opening up. Right. Some of the other states where you might be listening from, like Florida or Texas, Texas yeah, you've been open for a long time, mm-hmm. so you've yeah. been doing things. Mm-hmm. But for, in here in New Mexico, doing live in person events is still kind of a big deal. Right. Yeah, and especially in our location of the state. Right. We were, we were
0: hit a little bit harder with things Mm -hmm. and under quite a few more
1: restrictive Right. Practices and and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So we just did an event that we do yearly called Music by the Pond, which is kind of this year we really focused on just being a celebration of small business. Mm -hmm. And we had live music and we had a it's at a golf course here at a a country club, a beautiful um, golf course right Mm -hmm. by a pond. So we had a little golf contest and we had a cornhole game and food and dancing. Mm -hmm. But. It was just people being together. That right. was the best thing about the entire event. It really was. It was. It was getting to hug right. and see each other for the
0: first time, maybe in some cases after a whole year, if not longer.
1: Right. And
0: really getting to catch up. Right. And, and see, you know, what have you been up to and how are you? And it mm-hmm. was just, it
1: was it felt so good. It did. <laughs> and the event sold out really quickly, which we anticipated that it would, mm-hmm. since it was one of the first in-person events in in the about area. a year, mm-hmm. a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so it was a great event and it was, you know, uh, so great to see everybody and it couldn't have gone better. But for you and I, I think it was significant because there's been a lot, as you mentioned, that event's yeah. gone on every year. Right. right. So every year I we're in trying a different to place in out. our lives. Yeah, exactly. And I think with
0: that one, because we've changed names a few times, it was music, right. music um, by the ro- under the rocks. Yeah. Um, it music on the runway because we we used to move it around when it was smaller, mm-hmm. and as it's grown, we we've kind of settled at the golf course because we right. we can actually
1: ha- host more people. Right. And it's such a Perfect setting. It's a beautiful setting. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. so you and I, when Mm -hmm. we first started, when I first started helping out with this event, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you. Right. Um, So you were on the planning committee and I was a volunteer on the planning committee. Mm -hmm. And, but we didn't know each other at all. No. Mm -mm. And we thought, What a measure of time that this event that we've gone to year after year in our own, our professional lives, Mm -hmm. which for me have had, I've had some pretty significant changes, and you as well. But then Mm -hmm. in our personal lives. So we just thought it would be nice for this episode for us just to talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'll let you start. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, well, when Jamie and I met uh,
0: for coffee last weekend to kind of discuss this episode, and I had been wanting to talk to her about um, how I felt. Coming into this year's event, and uh, when I stepped onto the golf course, I had this kind of profound culmination of all these years come together for me because I'm I'm constantly changing, constantly growing, always looking at what did I do yesterday, how did I act or react, how didn't I show up or how did I show up, and how am I continuing to build a better person? every day, every year, and so forth. And, and it really all hit me that night that, oh my goodness, it, going back to 2013 is, is where we wanted to start at because um, I was about to come out of a marriage and my life was about to catapult into a lot of different directions between 2013 and now 2021, that um, I've done things and been places that I never imagined were going to be a part of my life in such a short window of time. And um, I also felt so confident and so self-aware and just really good about the person that I am today, even though I still I was a good person then, but I was going through a lot of turmoil in my life that I felt out of control over. And so jumping in and helping with committees and and on events and things that were bigger than me would pull me out of... Those situations for a moment and let me be somebody else or let me be who I was trying to be today, actually, is what I should say. And so it was it was really neat to step into me as a whole person a few weeks ago and go, oh, wow.
1: Oh wow, she Mm -hmm. would be so proud. (laughs) And I think we are proud because you—you know—you've been on a journey, and Mm -hmm. many of us, your friends, have been along on that journey with you. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned on the very first episode, you know, you are very open about recovery and that your sobriety and Mm -hmm. that that is something that you not only is very important to you, but you inspire a lot of others. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that it's those moments in time that mark time, right? And you know, for me, it was uh, well. There's there's been a lot of changes since 2013 mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Some of them great, and some of them not so great. Mm-hmm. And again, that event it's it's just an event. There's nothing right. like it. Isn't do every there's year? No
0: fireworks, right? <laughs> there's no fireworks, and
1: it's, but it does it does give us that opportunity to to think back and think wow I was there and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned we had coffee that you were yeah. coming out of a marriage that was very destructive. It, was, it was very destructive, very mm-hmm. abusive,
0: very toxic and um you know and and you know anybody that's listening I don't want this it it could be triggering to hear this but you you don't realize when you're in the middle of whether it's a marriage or just a a boyfriend girlfriend relationship truly what's happening until you get on the outside and look in. Mm-hmm. And at that moment in time, I had already been four years into trying to get out and trying to get away and trying to do it all by myself. I didn't want anybody to know. I right. was I was completely ashamed and embarrassed about what I had allowed to happen in that nine-year marriage that I didn't think anybody else was going through. That lived the kind of life that I lived and worked mm-hmm. the kind of job that I worked and raised the kind of kids that I raised you know and and but it's it's one of those things that a lot of people do go through and are going through and a lot of people don't usually talk about it
1: well what gave you so if there because there's probably are people listening and watching right. what gave you like the strength where you thought okay I can do this I mm-hmm. can get out of this I can get to be the person that you are now mm-hmm. And so what kind of was the, the catalyst or what was that mm-hmm. moment that you thought, I have Push. to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, really, and, and again, looking back from 2013
0: to now, from that event to this event, and, and what I was going through that night and what I went through recently on this night, um, it was the people. Mm. It was surrounding myself with great people that I aspired to be like, that I wanted to be involved in their lives and in their worlds, and I wanted them to be able to be a part of my life, and I didn't want to have to be afraid of opening my home in fear of what this person that also lived in my home with me would do or say mm-hmm. or act out about. Mm-hmm. And, and so the more that I integrated myself into better circles and stronger women and seeing what other people were doing and, and showing up in their lives... And, and also seeing healthier relationships, being around people who had healthier marriages that weren't a facade, because mm-hmm. mine, was, mine was very much a facade. And um, that, that helped grow me, you know, in, internally grow me some strength to, right. to step up finally and really push harder to, to get away and, and start creating the life that I wanted.
1: And I think for many people that is the key is who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. heard from other people in similar situations or who maybe are coming out of rehab or or even, even like a prison system right. mm-hmm. that one of the keys to success is sometimes breaking away from those people that are maybe trying to pull you back in. Right. It's hard, you know, yeah. and they – and it can be key to your success is to break away mm-hmm. from some of those destructive habits, those situations, that yeah. life, and then associate and begin to be part of a new life of people, like you were saying, mm-hmm. friends and women and coworkers mm-hmm. and community. You've gotten very right. involved in the community. You mm-hmm. volunteer on four boards, yeah, I'm Yeah, I think I'm on four right now. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, four,
0: several committees. There's a right. lot of committees. but. I'm also in a different season of life mm-hmm. in general because my son's going to be yes, 25. I right. don't, I don't have any kids or grandkids. It's, it's me. And I like to fill my time with helping others and sharing the knowledge that I've grown over the years. I have so much knowledge to share and, and I kind of feel like, I don't feel like I'm going to waste it if I don't share it, but I, I'm i so excited about it right. that I want to share it. And right. and that's that's one of the, the biggest things for me is I I want to give everybody what I feel. Right. I wish I could bottle it up and hand it out and say,
1: <laughs> this is why I do what I do because it feels good. Well, and if there is somebody who's listening and wondering, what's the first step? I mean, mm-hmm. what is the first step? Mm-hmm. And not just to maybe the sobriety, but mm-hmm. just if you're in that destructive relationship, mm-hmm. what is the first step? I, the first step is is truly
0: reaching out to somebody that you can trust, somebody that maybe isn't even involved in your circle at all, mm-hmm. somebody from the outside entirely, whether it's a medical professional or a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's being a part of the chamber. Um, I've been a part of the chamber for 20 years, mm-hmm. since since 2001. So I'm going on, yeah, 20 wow. years. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, I know. And it's so... I was integrated with a lot of people, and I got to meet a lot of different people doing a lot of different things, and and I was able to reach out to certain ones that I had gotten closer with and share a little bit of what was going on and get some guidance and and you know, and one of those people—I'm not going to name her name—but she's been married a few times, mm-hmm. and I felt comfortable reaching out to her because that was also another thing. Was mm-hmm. we live in a small community, yes? And I don't want to be the Elizabeth Taylor of marriages here. here.
1: <laughs> so, the Elizabeth Taylor of marriages. There's probably some yeah. listening who have no idea what you're talking about. I know. But I oh, do. It's true, yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: I know. I I'm ask, older
1: than you are, so I good. know. And
0: I asked one of the uh, one of my
1: front desk agents this morning
0: uh, about. Um, Old country music. I said, you, uh-huh. "Are you familiar with old country music?" And she says, "Like mm, the 90s? Yeah, the nineties. never mind. I'll talk yeah, to somebody mind. else. <laughs> so <laughs> just made me think of that. But you know, I reached out to her, and um, her and I—that uh, really grew our friendship mm-hmm. even stronger. And we're we're very good friends today mm-hmm. still. And but to hear her perspective on just do it, right? You know, she's she was like, I was unhappy in the first one. I was unhappy in the second right. one, right? You know, and and she's like, and that there's nowhere does it say that you should be unhappy mm-hmm. you you get to make your decision and you get to walk away if you want right. to walk away and right. and <clears throat> i was really you know it was it was Eye-opening. That oh my gosh, you mean I don't have to be unhappy and be married? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I I can actually step away, and and so it was just it was kind of it catapulted me. And within four months of that event in 2013, I was the divorce process started. Mm -hmm, It mm -hmm. it took another year to finalize, but um, it was that night really opened my eyes because I was I was terrified with him having the microphone Mm -hmm. a few times, and I was worried that he would say something wrong, or right. um, we would have an explosion, because those were right. those were often, and at that point in time, almost daily. Okay. So, and I, I thought, oh, my goodness, he's going to tarnish everything I'm just, just starting to really work t- hard towards.
1: And the other piece <clears> of that <throat> is, I was at that event, mm-hmm. and I knew you, not like I know you now, but yeah. I knew your name, and that mm-hmm. we were involved in this, you know, event, and I, right. and So I had no idea, and this is the other piece about things like that, Mm -hmm. that you were going through everything you were going through because you had a smile on your face Mm -hmm. and you're chatting and everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something else we all need to be aware of is that I don't think we need to walk around and look at everybody and psychoanalyze them all the time, like, what's going on at the surface? You're probably having a crisis. (laughs) But I do think we just need to be aware, Right. and there's always that, there's that thing that goes around on Facebook and social media about just be kind because you don't know what other people are going through, and that is true, Mm -hmm. and not everybody's as open about what's happening in their life, Mm -mm. And but I think sometimes people are putting on that good face, and and it's just to be available, to be a friend, to mm-hmm. be there to listen mm-hmm. when somebody's ready to talk with you. Right, and, and that's huge. It is. That's it's huge, and especially um, like I,
0: I said earlier, I don't. That's, this isn't a piece of my life that I talk a lot about right. that, that particular marriage. I kind of act like those years never happened, mm-hmm. and um, which is hard. Sure. It's hard. It was a, it was almost a decade of my life that I don't talk about. I talk right. about my son during those years, but I don't talk about anything else because. It's still very protected, mm-hmm. and and I'm still, I'm still healing from it. Right, and I don't know how long that's going to take. And someday I wish I would wake up and it would just be gone and
1: good. <laughs> but but it is part of you, and it's part it of your life. Mm-hmm. And and I think again in that passage of time for myself, mm-hmm. I feel like we realize that we're very strong. Yes, and and so too, th- I didn't have anything. Like that going on, no, but, but you, you had a lot of other things I, going on. I think the biggest thing for me, note in this this time passage from 2013 to now, and as far as in in career and where I was then and where I was now, mm-hmm. was when I made the decision to apply for the the chamber CEO job, mm-hmm. which was a big decision because I was in right. another job that uh-huh. was, you know, I had a just, significant job, yes, too. a yeah. significant job, mm-hmm. and I had only been in that job for about. Uh, just over a year. Mm -hmm. And I, the chamber job came open, and I had always known that that would be a perfect fit for me, but I don't think I realized how perfect until I actually stepped into that role. Mm -hmm. But I had only been the, you know, the chamber director a year when uh, 2020 happened. And so my first year at the chamber was just trying to figure it out. Right, And there was a lot to figure out. Yeah, There was a lot more to the job than I had anticipated. There mm-hmm. were some things I was really good at, and then there were some things I was terrible at just because yeah. I had never done them before. Right. And there was a very steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. And so I just had felt like, okay, I'm getting my feet under me. Mm-hmm. I implemented some new programs. We were growing. Things oh. were feeling so positive. Right. There was we great momentum There happenings. was. Uh-huh. And our theme for our end-of-year banquet, which mm-hmm. actually happened in January of 2020, was 2020, like we all did. <laughs> like the vision, the, the, looking right, forward, yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of themes about that moving forward. And so mm-hmm. there was all this optimism. Mm-hmm. And then everything came just crashing down. And I just didn't know how to cope with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to... I I didn't know how to continue to run the organization. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to keep our business members engaged. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to continue to be a leader. I had staff for the first time that I was managing that I wasn't sure how I was, what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And it just felt like a real, a crisis. Mm -hmm. I envisioned
0: it uh, like a train wreck. Yes. Because I Mm -hmm. remember, I remember talking we talked a lot when right. that started happening and the struggles that you were having with it and right. and it, it always reminded me of just coming up on this massive train crash and right. now what do we do what do we do mm-hmm.
1: and in the midst of all of it if of march and april of the shutdown my mom died and she had you know she had worsening dementia had been mm-hmm. going on obviously for a couple of years mm-hmm. and my sister and I had she had been in an assisted living facility and we she was starting to wander quite a lot and just yeah. wasn't she wasn't going to be able to stay in assisted living because she was just getting too she needed more yes, more she direct. Needed more care than mm-hmm. assisted living. Mm-hmm. So we had just moved her into the longer term care side of it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't she was aware enough that she did not want to go into that long term care. She yeah. was very clear that she didn't want to stay there, she didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And we, but we went ahead and moved her. We knew we had to. And so we went, my sister and I, um, we're only two years apart, so we're pretty close. But we went to visit her one day to see how she was getting along and she was taking a nap. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't want to wake her up because she was taking a nice nap. So we visited with the nurse and how's she fitting in? How's it going? And then within that next week, they shut the nursing home down because of COVID. So it was yeah, on complete so lockdown. Yeah. And so we never, ever saw her again. And we also just – she, I think, really felt abandoned because mm-hmm. with her dementia, she we moved her to this place. She didn't want to go, and we never, ever came back. And so I was struggling with that, and that's probably a story for another time because I know a lot of people are in the process right. of caring for their parents. Mm-hmm. But that was happening at the same time we shut the chamber down. And right. I just – I really, Too much? I – Literally stayed down in the basement watching HGTV shows and <laughs> reruns of The Crown, and I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. I I and then one day I just pulled myself off the couch and mm-hmm. said, "You have to figure this out." Mm-hmm. And and I it was kind of stupid, but I was watching a lot of episodes of The Crown, and mm-hmm. I said to myself, "What would?" you know, Queen Elizabeth did. Yeah, that's not stupid at all. It, well, it's kind of – I mean <laughs> – Because it's, it's a powerful woman. <laughs> well, she's a leader in her yeah. country, whether you agree with the royal family or not. Yeah. She's still a leader, yeah. and, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what do leaders do? They figure it out. They mm-hmm. don't hide down here and cry and, and just throw up their hands in despair. They figure it out. Yeah. And so get up – Go up the stairs and start a plan and start to work the plan and Mm -hmm. and that's what I did. So Mm -hmm. for me, this event was very successful, but it was a survival of not just me, but everybody who survived. Yeah, every Mm -hmm. and the businesses Mm -hmm. to me are like family. They're just so personal to me. I love Mm -hmm. my job so Mm -hmm. much. I'm so committed to it. So for me, it was like this survival story for all of us. You know, I survived and you survived Mm -hmm. and every business there survived. And we've all been through so much. Many of those people there have lost friends and. Um, Family from COVID. Right. And Mm -hmm. to be there and to sort of celebrate this coming out Mm -hmm. of this bad time, and we're still in it. I know there's still lots of people that are still getting COVID. We're still in the process of getting vaccinated, Mm -hmm. but it does feel like, okay, we've survived and now we can begin to move forward. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that, you know, the lessons that
0: we've learned as leaders. Out of twenty twenty, um, has been a huge takeaway mm-hmm. for both of us. I we both had to regroup and reorganize and figure out what the next move was, what the next step was, and right. and I feel the same way. I'm, I'm I take such great pride in what I do and all of my clients that I handle, and I'm. I am a jack of all trades, but don't know how to do any of it because right. I know everybody's business. Right, right. <laughs> and, but, but that to me, that's exciting. You know, I, it's, I know exactly how you feel about handling the businesses and how they become family because all of my hotel guests have mm-hmm. become family for us. We, I have Facebook friends now that right. have been my guests for 10 years right. that, you know, they think of me as family and they, they send us gifts, and we send them gifts, and they invite us to come visit at them at their cabins in the mountains. And, you know, we we have such strong ties to the things that we do, both of us. Right. And and so it's you know it's it's important, it's important to build your community and to build and, your people. Yeah, and, and that's your network.
1: what build your people. <laughs> I like that because that's. Yeah. A- We talk about this podcast being about our community, but really community at large, Uh the larger community, Mm -hmm. whether it's a global community or, you know, your Mm -hmm. family, but building your community wherever Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. And these are important stories because it – It's about those people who give to their community and it can be on the smallest level. I know people who are volunteering and doing the most amazing things in our community and other communities, Mm -hmm. but they care about where they live and they care about the people. And you have talked about, you know, surrounding yourself with the people that motivate you and Mm -hmm. inspire you and that you can trust. Mm -hmm. And I... Do the same thing. Right. I'm having um, coffee later with one of my mentors that I meet with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer in professional mentorships. Yes, I am too. And mm-hmm. um, I'm actually going to be working on a program through our chamber here on developing professional mentorships because sick. I uh, think that is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And it is. sometimes it's not your closest family and friends, too, Mm-mm. that you right. – most of your family. Because right. they're, they're your family and they know you and you have a history the, with your family. Yeah, there's, there's a different – There there's is. a different
0: um, – mm-hmm feeling that that right. comes across when when it's family right. and and you know we're i always think of my my brother mm-hmm. you know that brother sister relationship
1: isn't always about promoting what you're doing <laughs> right Right. so I think even finding though we have, that have the best mentors, yeah. that, you know you can talk to and, and get advice from but I think mm-hmm. building those professional mentorships is very important so hopefully we'll have another yeah. episode down the road and we'll also be talking about our women's summit at mm-hmm. some point mm-hmm. because that is going to be available to anybody no matter where mm-hmm. they live Mm-hmm. Um, and I think and our whole theme this year for the Women's Summit is leadership and resiliency. And I yeah. think you couldn't have two better topics no. coming out of 2020. Yeah. So. And I'm excited about our, our presenters for that Me because a
0: bunch of strong women. Yep. It's
1: great. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Over yeah. a Cup of Coffee with Addie Betancourt and myself. And we hope you will join us again. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>